1: or call your local travel advisor to get started. Visit applevacations.com or call your local travel advisor to get started.
2: Welcome to The Greatest, a production of iHeartRadio. Hello and welcome to The Greatest. I am Megan Gailey and I am joined from our laundry room by my husband and co host CJ Toledano.
3: How's it going? Listen, Mark Marin had the garage. We are going to try to make our I mean, laundry room I, the thing, right? I feel like
2: Marie Antoinette by even saying I have a laundry room. Wow. It's actually not I mean, it's just like a, a nook? it's a nook, yeah. Where our trash is and yeah, it smells
3: like the burger that I ate last night. Yeah, it's not a
2: it's not the best part of our house, but it's the quietest part of our house. And so that makes it the best for what we're doing. Today we have uh, one of my dearest friends, a hilarious comedian.
3: So hilarious, so busy. I'm, uh, I don't know how we got him.
2: Oh, the most successful person I know, hands down. <laughs> you will recognize him from Sunnyside, from Shrill, from Watch What Happens Live. Please welcome Joel Kim Booster.
4: Hello. Yes, me. And to answer your question, DJ. Um. A global pandemic. That's how you got
2: it. Um, I know because... It is helping.
3: It
4: is helping
2: our bookings. We have been trying to... You were like... We've been trying to get you since the very first one, but you are writing on Big Mouth. And so you've been in and out, but now you're locked at your house. You had like three shows
3: premiere on Quibi recently. (laughs) Yeah, I'm the king of Quibi.
4: Um,
2: oh yeah, and um, really, really
4: awful timing to release a streaming service specifically meant for like commuting. Yeah, um, on yeah. The go. no one is commuting. Well, <laughs> but nevertheless, everything is great. All the check it out, <laughs> well, uh, God, I hope not. I hope no one from Quibi is listening because they'll <laughs> kill me. Don't no. To my oh, I now. mean,
2: I was on a FaceTime with friends yesterday and we all said stuff that the CIA definitely flagged. Like, <laughs> you, you just you forget. It's like, oh, I've been having those conversations in person and now I'm having them over technology. And I just think I'm, I don't know if anyone named Megan is like reaching the level that the FBI is looking into. So I feel like I'm coasting underneath, but. Yeah,
4: on the name alone. Exactly. Well, you just, I, I just read that like um, there's all these like, privacy concerns with Zoom, and yeah. I was like, well, oh no, that's where I've been. I've been doing terrible, like awful, I've been saying awful things yeah. that I've been doing. <laughs> yeah. Even worse. I've been, like, I've been really, you can see it all. You see, I've, I've bared it all on Twitter.
3: Well, so what, I mean, because Megan was doing a comedy show last night and the war- one of the warnings was no nipples, which is so specific. Like, are we, is there a list of body uh, parts we can't show? Was it on Twitch? Because um, I did a yeah. Twitch
4: show and there, and there, is there, and I like, as a joke, took off my shirt because that is sort of the cornerstone of my comedy. Right, um, right. And I took it off, and they and everyone in the comments and all the people moderating were like, "No, put no. it back on," because like apparently they have like software that can detect it. Wow, yes. just
2: areolas. Yeah. Yeah, they said so. I was um in a negligee. And so when they <laughs> said no nipples, clearly everyone looked at me and I was and you know, there were there were people in there and I was like, "Oh, I'm okay, I will." And so then I like went into the bathroom and hoisted it up a little bit more. But CJ had to break the news to our to one of our dear friends that if you send someone a message privately, oh no, I did Un-Zoom. that. On Zoom, on
3: Zoom. Oh
2: no, even after your warning, I I said that... Well, what happened?
3: So if you... Okay, this is just a heads up to you, Joel Kim. If you send a private message in a Zoom to somebody, it gets logged into the transcripts, which is then available to anyone that was in the chat. <sighs> <laughs> so just a heads up. I don't know what damage... Thing is, I think we have dumb enough friends that they don't know how to access that transcript. But but
4: yeah. Isn't yeah. that
2: terrifying?
4: That's terrifying. No, because I've been going to these like Zoom like raves like these Zoom circuit parties and like truly i was the one i was at last night there were i mean it it locks out at a thousand and at a certain point like it becomes like a real club where like it's like no no no, you have to wait until somebody leaves to get in um (laughs) but it's it's funny because like i it does sort of scratch this weird itch in my brain because i'll like it's like jumbotron basically like there's the dj who Mm -hmm. has is like that's the sound that's coming out but then somebody who's, you know, one of the producers, like, sort of selects people to, like, flash up and, like, oh, highlight Oh, okay, screen. yeah. Cool. And it, it's, it's very much Kiss Camp. It's very much Kiss yeah. Camp. It's very much, like, two gay men in shirts in their, alone <laughs> in their apartment, like, dancing to whatever the DJ is playing. And then they, like, get featured on the Kiss Camp. But you see, I see a bunch of people that I know from, like, going to these parties in real life, and then I'll, like, private DM them and be like, oh, did you see that last person? They, you know,
2: All right. they looked awful.
4: Yeah. Right, look, they look
2: right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm, yeah, you're never just like, they so, were cool. But then I was
4: actually curious to go look at that transcript.
2: Yeah, to see if anyone, because like, I'm sure that you've popped up on the kiss cam. Oh, yes. Yeah.
4: I have popped up and, and like truly run away. I, I didn't
2: realize, oh, my whole
4: life, I've wanted to get on the kiss cam. Yeah. And, and then when it really comes to you, you really aren't prepared. How for what your um, body's how
2: is everyone's lighting? Like are do people have micro yeah, balls? Yeah, going light shows, or? is it all personal light some shows people, or what
4: some people truly it really runs the gamut from okay. like some people who have just set up their laptop in their kitchen as they're like making dinner with their, you know, roommate or spouse or whatever yeah. to people like who have put up lights and are in like full regalia and like it, like have set up their space as though it is a mini yeah. like warehouse of its own and so it is like i mean obviously it's not ideal to be like fucked up alone in your apartment mm-hmm. oh, shit.
2: Ah, no you're fine. totally fine <laughs> <laughs> no the thing is we would probably cut out this portion anyways no <laughs>
3: i like it i want it in i want it in
4: anyway <laughs> it's not ideal but we're all finding ways yeah to make do um, Those and, people that have do the
2: people that have like the lights set up, it's like you've been waiting for this. <laughs> like, there's yeah, no, there's people that just had like content ready to go, and I'm like, your I, thirst is too much. Like, you seem yeah. giddy with the pandemic. I mean, we've yeah, been te- we've really, been texting. I
4: mean, you've been doing you've been doing a lot more like Zoom and live stream shows than I have. I've said no to a lot of them. I, um, because I don't... I don't feel good at it. I don't feel good. I, I, I do not feel, um. <clears throat> Like, I have the skills like, uh, bravo to the people who are doing this and doing it well. But well,
2: I don't know if I'm uh, doing it and doing it well. It, I just am sort of like, <laughs> I want to keep that muscle going. But I even, I did one last night. And she I keeps
3: eat. the muscle going outside the shows. Don't let her think. Oh. <laughs> she is well, <laughs> on at all times. CJ's like Joel. giving me
2: a grade after that. He's like, you went really hard on that one. <laughs> and it's like, just, it, <laughs> I would rather be alone for this Portion of my life, but like CJ's in his office and can hear me being like, my husband's Filipino, and it's like, what's that? what? What? <laughs> like he's my only audience member. Oh, it's I've been so going in and heckling
3: sad. a little bit when she's on. It's all fun. The thing is that yeah. like, we're. Well, you know we're, what
2: yeah. I did,
4: and and I did this on Instagram Live, and it did actually make me feel a little bit better. Is I I started going live and like having rando, like going live with randos and yeah. doing crowd work. Okay. Oh, okay, um,
2: yeah.
4: And doing... Because and that is actually fun and feels a little bit more like...
2: I don't know, less,
4: like, shouting into a void. Right, right. Right. As long as there's some sort
2: of game you can play. Like, I did one, and the Sklar brothers were in there, and they were like, you can talk. Like, they were the hosts. And they were like, talk to them. And it was so, it was almost, like, better for there to be two hosts that I felt, like, I was friends with that I could talk back and forth and just, like, even hearing their laugh. So I, I think people are sort of ironing out the kinks a little bit. But last night, I froze Right before a punchline, and so no one laughed, and I was like, "I go, ooh, tough Wi-Fi." Uh- My
3: joke, come on.
2: <laughs> and then I've they been were writing. like, "No, you froze. Tell us the punchline." And I'm like, "No, it's no, it's past. It's past."
4: Amazing. I mean, oh, wow. this
3: yeah, this is a sports show, and I just want to bring up that you are one of the fittest people I know. I, and I want to know how you are dealing with this because you know, with me, I'm like I can still kind of run or like use Megan's Peloton, but like I, I feel like you work out a lot. Is that correct?
4: Yeah, and it's it's sort of unfortunate, but um, I'm gonna leave this hotter than I ever was <laughs> before because I am, I am just like I have now sort of I. Well, I work out every day now. Okay. Um, and on top of that, I have never had more control over my sleep and my diet than I have had in my entire life. Yeah. Um, and so I'm like literally, I looked up the calories in a shallot the other day to like <laughs> make sure. Like that's how precise I'm being. Like measuring the butter I use to like put in the frying pan to make an egg. That is like I, I've gone sort of like it's because i have no control over anything else that's going on in the world right now that i've i've sort of taken control of that but i was on the forefront of ordering those those stupid um bowflex dumbbells yes Uh those like really
3: easy like adjustable ones
4: yeah the adjustable ones that you know are back ordered now until like June because yeah. every gay person on the planet orders them <laughs> at the same time, but I was I was one of the early ones, and yeah, no, and it's been nice. I don't know, like I I keep well, and this is the other thing. I am taking like a, a short hiatus from social media, and I was mm. just working out before I got on this call, and I looked at myself, and I was like, oh my god, I look better than I ever had in my entire life, and then I was like, but I'm not allowed to leave the house, and I'm not on Instagram right now. <laughs> what so is hard. It all for? Yeah.
0: That's really
3: what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? (laughs) You should get your headshots updated, do full body shots. It's all just Uh, people can come over and do a photo. Yeah, I've been doing
2: anytime I have makeup on, I'm posting a selfie. Like, not to the grid, but to the store. Like, I'm just like, people gotta I'm also so proud that my that my Botoxed forehead is holding up even like remotely okay, (laughs) that (laughs) I just want the people to see. Like, maybe I didn't need it. But I did. It was fine before
3: um, she was doing it too much. Anyways. No,
2: that, no I actually do it very, very right. um, little. Okay. I have been turned away once because they said <laughs> yes. I, had, I had had it too soon, but that was, that was a wedding that before the wedding, I was like, make my whole body blasted with Botox. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just put it everywhere. Okay. So we became friends in Chicago. You are from Chicago I, yeah, I actually same. feel, like, obviously this episode's not going to come out on Easter, but I feel so blessed to be spending any portion of Easter with you.
4: Yeah. I, you know what? I was just talking about this with somebody. I love Easter because it's one of those weird holidays where it's not, you don't really go home for it anymore. Mm-hmm. So it is just an excuse to be drunk on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and we don't get a lot of those. Enough of those, certainly, and um, yeah. So I really love Easter.
2: Yeah, for that reason, I think of it as a major eating holiday too. You know, like we would we would go to a buffet. I would give anything to be at a brunch buffet buffet right now. Um, But it's like for me, it's like Thanksgiving, Christmas, Super Bowl, Easter, Fourth of July. And Halloween probably are like the major <laughs> and my so birthday, and, you know, and flag day. Those are like the major <clears throat> holidays of eating because you can go, no pun intended, ham on Easter for sure.
4: Yeah. <laughs> it is a big, it is like sort of the patron holiday of uh brunch. Yeah, it is. It, like, is. it is like the big brunch holiday, I feel.
2: We are gonna order Popeyes today.
4: Oh, that's so special. I,
0: think, yeah. I love
2: Popeye. <laughs> yeah, I love Popeye. I got a, a really nice bottle of sparkling rosé. I bought and... a bunch
3: of Trulys and grape burritos. You ever heard of a grape burrito?
2: No,
4: That sounds disgusting. Yeah, it's I mean, very bad. One time, I, <laughs> no, one time I ordered Popeye's on Postmates in New York, and it took three hours <laughs> to get to my house, and I just sort of questioned why, and it was because the poor man... His bike got a flat tire, and he had to take two buses no. to oh my, my God. house from the Popeyes. And I said, "Babe, you should have just canceled on me. Yeah. <laughs> like like for, <laughs> the fact that you took this so seriously to get on two buses with your broken bike to bring me Popeyes and a diet Dr Pepper." <laughs> is, I feel, I feel like a monster.
2: Oh um, my god.
4: Yeah, that's like keep- I tipped him well. Yeah. I tipped great. him 100% on that one. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that's yeah. good.
2: That's I mean, that's his bus fare basically. <laughs> um, okay, so you you grew up in the Chicago suburbs in the 90s, yes. which is yes. our favorite type of guest to have because it means even if you didn't want to be, you were surrounded a by sports mm-hmm. just fever. Yeah. Um you you were a Bulls fan.
4: Uh, yes, huge Bulls fan. I love basketball. It's the only like professional sport that I follow to this day, like fairly closely, like probably not as much as I did when I was still in college or in, even in Chicago. But the thing is, is you just couldn't grow up in Chicago or the, the surrounding area in the 90s and not like, Everyone likes to be a winner. You yes. know, like this I, I feel like there are little gay kids like me growing up in the Bay right now who are gonna have similar experiences to it, who have who will have like a deep, deep love of basketball because they grew up watching their team just be the best mm-hmm. for, you know, those formative years. And that's like it's like so fun and important and, and like I don't know, the Bulls have never been great sense I mean the D-Rose era was like fun to watch. Yeah. Um because there was like a chance. But ultimately a huge disappointment. But like yeah, I don't know. Like the NBA Jam of it yeah. all too. I mean everything about it. I just remember every time they would win our block would go insane like fireworks, people driving oh, around in pickup trucks shooting off fireworks from the back of a pickup truck.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the thing is like the bulls back then. And for you to grow up around there, it, it transcended basketball. It was culture. Like when we think of the nineties, the bulls are in the top five things listed off. It's like Clinton. It's it's real world. And it's uh, the bulls and, and all of that. And space jam. It's, yeah. it's huge.
2: Okay. Well, speaking Dennis of space, Rodden, jam, I mean, yeah. I yeah. Thinking of thinking
4: about like how, like my parents were so religious and like protective over what I consumed and like, the, the, the it was such a weird thing that the bulls were sort of my like secret passageway into uh, like the weirdness of Dennis Rodman yeah. like the only reason i was allowed to like experience something s- someone so strange and <laughs> so like i don't know, like today you know today we'd be like Dennis Rodman is a queer icon Yeah, for, <laughs> for whatever like we would we we find a way you you'd see that uprock article um <laughs> On your Twitter feed, if you if we if it was happening today, but I mean for real though, it was like he it was it was flamboyant and weird, and like I, I never saw that before, and yeah. that was like interesting to me and fun and great. And then it did inspire me to. And I played basketball in junior high and high school, and I was very bad at it, <laughs> never good at it, but played on a team. Constantly, my coach would be like. Joel, I only put you in for like five minutes and you're out of breath all the time. <laughs> only score, I think in my entire basketball career in high school, I scored three points and it was out of sheer panic. <laughs> that I, I, would normally just, I would like receive the ball and then sort Receivable. of pass it immediately. And then this one time I received the ball and shot it sort of out of panic and I made it. And you would have thought, I was dying the way my team reacted it was, um,
3: hearing the way you, you do play by play. I want with your fame at some point for you to call a, an NBA game, like on a broadcast I lo- <laughs> and then LeBron <laughs> receives the ball. like That's beautiful. And we need to have that perspective, the, the gentle and poetry of Joel Kim's play by play. Yeah. Kids
4: today are lucky too. Cause LeBron, like, the journey we've all gone on with LeBron, but at the end of the day, LeBron is like cool and smart. Yep, and I don't know, like a good person. And yeah. Michael Jordan sucks. <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> that is a running <laughs> like thing. Yeah, yeah,
4: Jordan is like pro- like one of the greatest, and maybe the greatest. But as a person, is not good. <laughs>
2: like, right. Like he um, almost benefited so much more than maybe anyone else of just being mega, mega, mega famous in a time when there wasn't social media. And he yeah. also was in, a, even though Chicago is the third largest city in the country, I think that market is very loyal to their players especially if they're winning you know like uh, you know he's not a jay Mm -hmm. cutler he was bringing him championships so you become a sacred cow it's like they're not gonna out that he isn't a nice teammate that there's no upside to the chicago tribune for doing that so he just kind of got to live in this bubble where everyone loved him and didn't actually know a lot about him
4: yeah it was so easy to create a mythology around a person back then that was based on sort of like nothing right? like you know like the, the lack of information yeah. and now we we have too much access to everybody now we know t- yeah. way too much about everybody
2: Okay, so we you mentioned Space Jam, which I'm sure someone's going to have today. Our Maybe. topic is greatest sports movies, and Joel, I'm so happy you're doing this with us because I know this topic probably more than anyone we've done is going to get people so angry. Yeah, we're uh, expecting yeah. just a lot because of it. everyone just has like. I mean, someone got mad at us during Greatest Stadiums, and it's like, okay, wait, what was
3: the line they said?
2: The, uh, <laughs> someone wrote a review and said, uh, "Side note." I don't know if she loves her husband. Um, and, then, and then and then, said, but I do like that she picked old Yankee Stadium three stars. And then um, gave it one star. And then gave us one star. I'm like, you didn't give us three stars. You gave us one star. I like it. I like it. I thought it was... <laughs> Truly one of my favorite reviews. I love when we
3: have a sports podcast, but then it's just reviews of our relationship and marriage.
2: (laughs) It has been. (laughs) Someone got very, very, someone gave us one star review because we uh, said that we did Molly at our wedding.
3: Yeah. They said, get help, go to therapy. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Oh my God. I know. It's really, it's so, it's so amazing. So I know greatest movie sports movies, like people feel so strongly about this. Like, I get so annoyed around Christmas when people are like, diehard's a Christmas, maybe diehard's not a Christmas. It's like, it doesn't matter. Everybody just have a nice yeah. time. It's totally good.
4: And I think that this is a pretty broad one too. Like there's just so right. many and right. and we will inevitably not talk about one or you know, it, it's so much more, I think more so than any, a lot of the stuff you guys talk about. Cause like sports is very like data driven. It is like, objective, yeah. you know? And this is and like, subjective. This is so subjective.
2: Okay, so with that disclaimer that everyone's going to be mad at us, why don't you lead us off with your first pick?
4: My first pick is probably the least controversial one, maybe, uh, that I'll okay. say. I don't know. I really love the OG Friday Night Lights movie. Uh, uh, yeah. Billy Bob Thornton and Connie Britton, that rarely talked about is the only carryover um, into the I show. I
2: forgot. Gosh, I um, didn't
4: remember that either. Yeah, she plays... Um, I, I can't remember... He's not Coach Taylor in the in the OG movie. Yeah. But yeah, she plays Billy Bob's wife as well in that one too. And I remember I saw that before I saw the show and it was like mm-hmm. really like the intro to for me to that culture of Texas football that has now like... I feel like there are like seven different, you know... Docu series and like shows and everything like that. that We watch them all. Mm -hmm. Focuses on that culture. But even as someone who was never like super, I was never like really invested in football as a sport beyond the Super Bowl, which for me as a child, let's be honest, was always about, you know the halftime shows still to this day really made me like, it was the first time I was able to key into the emotion and the sort of like why people love this sport and why people yeah. connect with this sport and like why the stakes feel so high, even at a, at a high school level. It's was like so fascinating to me. And I thought, Great, yeah. You
3: know? Are you, are you a fan of the show? Have you watched the show? Yeah, at all? No, I love the show. I loved uh, it. And the
4: show does a lot of crazy things that like, other shows couldn't get away with doing, A, like, completely ignoring a murder.
3: Um, <laughs> it's my favorite thing to talk about with the show. They, like, just like, wait till you get to season two. To,
4: to murder someone, to have one of your major characters murder someone, and then to never address it again in the, <laughs> the following seasons is such a... Like, I just don't think you could do it today. Like, I don't think no. you could get away with it. And then also the the really tricky thing of, of a cast handoff is always really... Rarely worked yeah. as well, like to ch- and I to thought really it was going to be the death cast. of that show.
3: Yeah, yeah. but it and, it was like Michael B. Jordan was awesome though, and I actually really love that cast.
4: Yeah, the the second cast, argue, I, I, you know, it sure it definitely lost some stuff, but like I think it really did. It was good. Like they didn't like. Rehash too many, you know, arcs or anything like that. But yeah, I loved it. Whatever happened to Mika Kelly, you know. Those- I know. Yeah. I, love her. I know. She dated-
2: She's so hot in that show. It is really crazy to think about. This was a movie, then it was a show, and then at some point in the show, they switched. Like, that's just a crazy Hollywood thing to happen that I can't even think of one other example where it has.
3: Yeah, it was kind of like the new class, but like, you but yeah, it, it happened was, but nobody most ever successfully
4: liked, but, at least. But the new, but in this case, I think it lasted, it lasts like three seasons with Michael B. Jordan and the rest of the new, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: yeah. Mm-hmm.
4: So, yeah, that's a long time to sustain, I think. Like, imagine if the if they like tried to swap out like Phoebe and Chandler, just sort of it randomly. You know, it, it would be hilarious. So-
2: <laughs> it would be so fun. Um, that's a great, that's a great first pick. It's sort of like, the Thinking Man's Varsity Blues. Yes. Because yes. um, Varsity Blues was just like so fun and like trashy kind of, but same, it came from the same place. A little campier. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. CJ, so you want me to go first? Uh, yeah, you go first. Okay. So I am also going to be in the high school football realm Great. for my number one pick. This was the movie that we would always watch at like, well, I'll just say what it is. Remember the Titans. Yeah. Oh.
4: Yeah, this was going to be one. This is like on my list too, for sure.
2: It's so feel good. Mm-hmm. And. And it's rated PG. And so it's the movie that you would watch at like Church Lockins. Uh-huh. And then, <laughs> uh-huh. and if you went to like a friend's house and they were like, I'm not a lot, allowed to watch PG 13 until I'm 13. It's like, well, throw on Remember the Titans. Yeah. Like, it's just go to. I feel like everybody likes it. If you don't like it, then you are definitely racist.
4: It, it holds up really well, too. I watched this, I was in like, I think I watched this when I was in Madison recently. It was on like on like TNT or something in my hotel. Yeah, and I it was one of those things. I think I was like, oh, I'll just watch this until the other thing I'm watching comes back from commercial. And I ended up watching the entire thing because, and it, I was so <laughs> shocked at how well it holds up. And then I, the other thing I will say, really, it was a huge church movie for me too. Yes. Like everyone yeah. we watched it at every sleepover with yes. people. Yes. But I will also say that scene when sunshine kisses for tear. It was always mm-hmm. like, like we I'd be watching it with like the rest of the like eighth grade youth group and like every, laughed and like blah, blah, blah and we'd all be chatting and then that scene would happen and just a full dead silence for like, no one wow. knew how to process it. No one knew <sighs> what was going on and meanwhile, it was, the horniest I think I had ever been up to that point. <laughs> um, well, I was I mean, I, seeing that. It was psycho.
2: I, it's psycho. I would I would be at my Catholic church just horny over the men in it. Like it's hot. I mean, Ryan Gosling was in this movie. At yeah. that and not uh,
3: even the biggest star.
2: No, I mean he's like he's below freaking yeah. Kate Bosworth on the call sheet. Donald Faison yeah. um, was a
3: bigger star in the movie than him. Yeah.
2: Uh Hayden Penetier. Oh yeah. Yes. I think he's probably the greatest her greatest role. I think Denzel is so perfect. I think mm-hmm. it's one of my favorite Denzel. We were waiting
3: for him to play a coach and the fact that he picked this movie was like, yep, this is going to be yeah. incredible. Yeah. And you can Disney has
4: tried to recreate the magic of this movie. Yeah. Several yeah. times. Um what's that Glory Road? Did you ever see that? Yeah, soundtrack? Glory Road. Yeah. yeah. Glory Road, We Are Marshall. Like they tried to do they tried to to like get this magic back so many times. And like, it just never like. I actually did. I I thought about We Are Marshall for this, but it's definitely not one of my favorites, so not worth really talking about. But it is a good, a, a fine movie. But Glory yeah. Road is like literally just remember the Titans of basketball, and in such a mm-hmm. craven way that you can't. It, you just I can't support it. But remember the Titans. No, I
2: I, I I think this is the best in my opinion. Feel good like football. I know people will say like Rudy. I don't really mm-hmm. like Rudy that much. Um, but like I, look, I said Rudy on the episode so everyone can calm <laughs> down. Um but yeah, I just I think Remember the Titans is sweet. CJ, you want to give us your first pick? Yeah.
3: So I had a tie for my first pick. I have the Sandlot and Mighty Ducks. And I just mm. only I, I want to mention them both because I, I want to have you know, room to mention other movies, but like these ensemble kids sports movies yep. are the reason I am who I am today. It's just like a bunch of dumbass kids led by a a coach, or not in the same life, but led by a coach who is being punished, so has to bad news bears bad news as bears as well. has to babysit these kids, and then they all realize together they need to win the season so they can feel <laughs> valid uh, in in whoever their families or in at school or whatever. But like. I, I don't know why these movies went away, but they are—they bring me such joy. There were so many of them.
2: The Big Green. So many, and like yep. like every every sport had one. But like for while. Yep. No. And it was while we were kids. Like yep. we, I must feel like we're so lucky that we got we got all the good Disney like, princess movies, yeah. uh, in my opinion, until this, like, latest wave, and then we got all of these, t- for Sandlot to come out when you're a kid is, like, mm-hmm. a
3: gift. Yeah, and I don't know about you, Joel, but, like, I, when I was watching a lot of these movies, uh, all these kids' comedies growing up, there wasn't much re- representation until, like, the Sandlot in, like, Mighty, like, Mighty Ducks 2 with Kenny Wu, yeah. or, uh-huh. like, Sandlot, Kenny you know, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's just like those and those kids were funny. And I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, man, there might be room for us to do something when we grow up. Or, like, I also wanted to be in those movies, but yeah.
4: Which was your favorite Medi-Duck movie?
3: The second one is so ridiculous. But, I mean, I always credit, there's not going to be a second one unless the first one. But, like, the fact that they're already in the Olympics is hilarious and so (laughs) illogical. Um, But it, it is, like, every, all those sequels, like, we have to do it bigger, so put them in the Olympics.
4: I also am very, like, partial to the second one. Sad, though, that they replaced the girl from the first one. Sad that they decided that her yeah. narrative had sort of completed.
3: What they replaced her with Jimmy or uh, with uh, Jenny the cat Gaffney mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, And she's the one in Wet Hot American Summer, I believe, right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You
2: don't know me. I'm a Sandlot girl. I just it's like less silly to me. Like I just uh, Wendy Peppercorn, I, everything about I, I love that. It's a period piece. Like I just think it's so It is the ultimate good. summer
3: movie. The yeah,
2: Sandlot. I it's one of the movies I've watched the most in my life and I like never tire of it. And if someone's like, you want to watch Sandlot? I'm like down always. OK, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back with our second picks.
5: Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required.
1: Does sleeping hot keep you up at night? Meet the Lisa Chill Collection. These cooling mattresses work like magic. With a cool-to-the-touch cover, zoned springs, and comfy foam layers. Say goodbye to restless nights and wake up refreshed. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's dot acom forward slash iHeart. With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.
3: On to our second picks here. Um, should we have Joel?
4: Yeah, Joel, Julia. Yeah, off. yeah. Um, I don't think this is going to be as super controversial. I, well, I, I was going to say this for last, but I'm going to like say it now because I have a feeling um, Megan it might be on Megan's list too. Okay. Um, okay. But um, A League of Their Own. I think. Yes, is,
2: that was my next pick. Great. Yeah. Now I can. Great. Great. No, give it. Give me your reasons. Yeah.
4: I mean, no. I think it's such a good, perfect movie in so many ways. Yeah. I will say it has this, the the one. Thing that is probably wrong with it is there's this period in the 90s and early like aughts where like movies could get away with being two and a half hours long for no reason at all um yeah. and this movie definitely suffers from that but it is such a funny good mm-hmm. like about the sport i cry there are three moments in this movie where i cry every mm-hmm. single time i see it no <laughs> matter what and those moments are of course Marla Hooch saying, did I do something wrong, Daddy? Uh, if they don't want to take her. Shirley Baker not being able to read. Uh, and then the, them finding her. And then also, of course, Betty Spaghetti's husband dying. Um, yeah. That's awful. I think Tom Hanks said his best. Gina Davis is yes. incredible. Madonna's only good performance, only good acting performance ever Rosie O'Donnell, sort of, yeah, Rosie, sort of like right around like her peak time when she was being used. Well, this movie is so good. Every character has like a thing. I think the casting of the old ladies who play them at the end—that is, is incredible. Yeah, like they're just yeah. so. They look, so <laughs> I I could not believe it wasn't old age makeup. Um, great. I can't wait for the um Abby Jacobson series about TV the, show, yeah. I know
2: forthcoming for so long I love this movie so much I think it has all of the right components it's like female empowerment they like band together there's war happening uh, the richest person is because he owns chocolate like it's just yeah. so, so like uh, th- Tom Hanks is terrible. Like you don't like him at first, and then you love him. Like th- it's so rare that that Tom Hanks is in a role where he's not a good person. Yeah,
4: because he has flipped so readily into like America's Dad status that like to go back and watch this now, you forget that that wasn't he, he wasn't there yet at that, at that point. And so like to see him like peeing and spitting and yeah, like, the, is yelling one of the at best. women, <laughs> like, yeah. I
2: mean, iconic, there's no crying in baseball is like, everyone knows that. Even if you're like, you don't know what it's from. You've all, everyone's heard that. Mm -hmm. My one Achilles heel of this movie, and this is so bad and it's not even the movie's fault. I do not like that Kit gets to win. Like, I find Kit to be so annoying and I'm a little sister. And it's just like, I feel like Dottie gave her that and i understand it but like, it was kit more just it was more
4: me. important to kit than it was to dottie dottie didn't I dottie know. never really cared about baseball and that was I the thing i
2: know i know but i just watching kit I, I also hate that team that kit is on like yeah. they like they have that like weird mustard yellow and black i hate that team yeah. <laughs> that
1: fictitious
2: well, <laughs> women's team
4: also uh, one last thing too about this movie is that there is a cut. There was a version. And I think they were so smart and so right to not do this. Where Dottie kisses Tom Hanks, Gina Davis mm. and, and Tom Hanks like actually like kiss wow. before Bill Pullman comes back. And I think it's so smart because one of the things I really do love about this movie is that like it isn't like you don't see this kind of like male, female friendship, right? Mutual respect sort of vibe. Respect. Yeah. Um, in movies, especially from that period. And like, I'm so yeah. glad they left it that way and they didn't like mm-hmm. make it like a love triangle type of situation. I think it would been yeah. that. I think it's not what the movie's about. Yeah, it's great.
2: <laughs> One of my favorite scenes, too, is when they poison the woman who like watches them and <laughs> then they all go out dancing. Like, yeah. that's just like such a fun hijink. The whole sequence. Yeah. So that was going to be my second pick. You have as some as well. no, Yeah. So I'm going to talk so about my favorite movie of all time ace ventura
3: wow sports movie
2: i know i, I
3: never
4: thought this kind of this is a sports movie this is where people know, are gonna get mad
2: i know <laughs> and so that's why i was it was going to be an honorable mention i think of it as a sports movie just because the entire plot is around the miami the dolphins, miami dolphins. Yeah. yeah um and i just think it's so listen it, it has not aged well it's
3: transphobic it is, <laughs> Yeah. very
4: transphobic <laughs>
2: that's not listen,
3: that's completely not, transphobic but Jim Carrey but that's not good
2: but Dan Marino yeah. one of his best performers the no, only 18. reason
4: I it is crazy to me that like I as a child and up into adulthood know who Dan Marino is at all and it is because <laughs> of this movie and like yeah. yeah it is such a weird trivia thing that will never leave my brain and it's like but I don't want it to know it you know like I don't Like, I don't care about fucking Dan Marino. And yet, he's. Nor should you. And he's forever present in my brain because of this movie and watching it so many ch- times as a child.
2: I also think of this maybe as a sports movie more than other people do because some of my favorite parts are so, like, sports. When he's trying to track down all the players, yeah. that montage of him, like, seeing if they all have the the stones in their ring, I love that. I love when he is, like, dressed as the crazy person mm-hmm. who played football, and I love when he visits Finkel's parents yeah. and the mom goes, Lisa's out. Like, <laughs> It's just so creepy and funny. There and are good. aspects
3: of it that rely on football. So, yes, absolutely, it's absolutely a football movie Look, or a sports fo- movie. Uh, yeah.
2: It's, um, yeah, it was my favorite movie as a child. I just think it's so funny and 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 sporty enough. A mascot got stolen. Okay, so we'll touch on it briefly. <laughs> I'm sorry I didn't say Field of Dreams. Okay, uh, CJ, you give us your pick. All right,
3: I just swapped it back. So I swapped places. My number two movie, I'm going to say, is Moneyball. Um, which is on paper very, very boring, but I don't know what it is about the movie. I think it's Brad Pitt. The combination of Brad Pitt and Aaron Sorkin and just the story of it all is, is beautiful. I think it's shot beautifully. But Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill, Chris Pratt. Brad Pitt, I think this is one of the coolest movies he's ever been in, or like the coolest he's ever been in a movie. This guy who you know, knows so much about baseball, but also kind of just doesn't care. Is just like, and then hands it off to this young Jonah Hill, just like math whiz and Mm -hmm. works out during the games and just lets it all unfold. I don't, there's just, and then every like job I've had, I'm like, I got to money ball this situation. Like you hear about, if sh- if sh- you don't have the resources, you have to just like do something unconventional. And I always go back to like the money ball system. And so I don't know. I just love, I can just watch this movie at any moment. I
4: I, I almost said this movie, CJ, I, 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 there is no reason I should love this movie as much as I do. It's about I don't math. know why really. It's about yeah. math and baseball, two of my least favorite things. And it has no m- women in it. There's no like, there's not a strong female character I can identify with in this film, um, which is a prerequisite for me in almost everything. And yet I love it. Is this an Adam McKay movie too? Is that?
2: Am I wrong? No,
3: it's Bennett Bennett Miller who did uh, Capote.
2: It does feel like one of the most critically acclaimed of the sports movies for sure. Yeah, because everyone
4: was nominated for this movie. I feel like I the reason I thought it was Adam McKay is because uh, another movie I shouldn't have no reason to like is The Big Short. Yeah. And that is also a movie about math and has no women in it. So, but yeah, no, I love this movie too. And I don't know why. Yeah. I, I, the thing I, is, I, like, I, I barely understand what's happening in a lot of it, but I still love n- it. No, and yeah. I don't
3: either. And nor did I in Big Short.
2: It's also kind of interesting too because it, not the movie revolutionized how baseball GMs story, did business, yes. but definitely the story did. And it's almost like, it's almost gone too far. Like I listen to PTI every day and they're old and they acknowledge that they're old, but they like hate the money ball aspects mm-hmm. of like, oh, you can just plug in people to this like weird mathematic equation. And it worked like bass b- baseball. People just like are so historic about yeah. it. And so pure that this story is still relevant because it like bothers them. And it's also the way that you kind of build a team.
3: Yeah. I think one of our common enemies that Megan and I have is the old white man. And like (laughs) this movie is kind of like standing up to the old white man. Like obviously that scene where they're all like doing their old like, um, yeah, we should get this guy. What's his wife look like? And it's just like, you're really building a baseball team off of these old, archaic white guy uh, Mm -hmm. philosophies. And then Brad (laughs) Pitt, who should be like one of these old white dudes? Is just like ah, you guys are doing it all wrong, and I just I love that story. That's a good try. A win
4: for a
2: song. Okay, <laughs> um, let's take one more break, and then we'll be back with our first picks.
0: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury, with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury
1: With Lisa, your purchase has purpose. Every year, Lisa donates thousands of mattresses to those in need. Exclusions apply. See Lisa.com for more details. We are back.
2: Oh, I'm so happy that I got to. Now, at, at, we FaceTimed with my parents this morning, and they both were like, Brian's song. It's like, no, we don't know about <laughs> Brian's song. <laughs> like, And then my mom was like, who's And it's like, who's yours? in."
3: These are all movies that took place in your hometown. Hoosiers
2: man. is what we would watch when we had a substitute. Like, I've seen it so many times. Yeah. They would put it on in gym class. It's like, we are not learning anything by watching Hoosiers. So I guess those Field of Dreams, Brian's Song, and Hoosiers, Rudy, sorry, ain't on my list. No. But I know that old people like them. Okay, so this is my... Uh, This is I do have one honorable mention, and that is Cool Runnings. Great. I just think it's so fun. The like concept is great. John Candy is great. I love the four guys. Cool Runnings. Thank you. Uh, My number one pick. Baseball movie. Baseball like Empire. Mm -hmm. uh, Major League. Yeah. I think Major yeah. League is one of my like favorite movies, not even in the sports world. The owner of the team is my favorite female character, yeah. maybe in any movie ever. I love her so much. I, I just, I, Wild Thing, like everything about, I have such a soft spot for Cleveland too. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I love that it's about a real team. Like so many times you get, fictitious teams and this is like a real team that did struggle that is in a place that struggles and it does have that sort of bad news bears like oh all these bad players are yeah. down on their luck come together and just such interesting prototype characters and i feel like it holds up really well it definitely does it makes baseball seem fun
3: we just re rewatch it and then like i forgot about that roger dorn part Or he, she finds out that he's cheating on him, and then she goes and sleeps with, um, with uh, Ricky Vaughn. Yeah, like that's so badass.
2: I mean, there's like orphans involved. Like it's just, I think it's so, um, (laughs) so classic. Today, my dad kept whispering, "Bring the hater." It's like, get out of here. We know, we know it.
3: (laughs) We're gonna have them on.
2: Um, But that's yeah, Major League, the entire franchise. That's my number. You haven't one.
3: watched the last one, but back to the minors. I don't know if it's. I good. don't.
2: I have not heard great things. Yeah. I mean, it came out in 1989, and it's. Uh, I just feel like it's still so good. And you were the
3: you were the owner for Halloween.
2: Yeah, Wesley Snipes is amazing.
3: Well, okay, so just because we are kind of strapped for time, I'm going to go into mine because you said Wesley Snipes. So my number one pick is White Men Can't Jump. Oh, um, I love it's just, this movie it's yeah. just so so good on every level like it's a rom-com it's a sports movie it's a a, a bromance a buddy a buddy comedy it's set in LA again it's like you know exactly when it was made in the early '90s. The colors, the cast are incredible. Wesley Rosie, and Woody, Rosie are, Perez. Yeah, oh, Rosie, Rosie Perez. Perez. The, Jeopardy the Jeopardy! scene, I think about every every day. Like uh, food that start with the letter Q. It's just and Rosie is just because we saw Rosie Perez in Harley Quinn recently, and we mm-hmm. just forget how you know special she is. Did she have some political issues recently? Or some uh, weird? I don't know. Yeah, so I can put Rosie is just like awesome.
4: um, She was on The View for a while and she had like, she had takes that were incredible, that were
2: like awesome, great. Great. Rosie on The View is wild too. (laughs) I love that. But it is, it's like, it's a a sports movie, but it's not a sport. It's outdoor basketball, like street ball, which you don't like think of all the time it's yeah it's an amazing movie i would
4: i would wear every single thing wesley snipes wears in this movie
3: yes (laughs) i i do the same i think my color palette for my outfits are are very white man can't jump but i think you would look great in those like string tank tank tops i can't pull those off but like you have the shoulders and chest for that joel you do too cj i believe in (laughs) you.
2: He's gonna come out of quarantine looking like Wesley Snipes. Uh, no.
3: <laughs> Maybe a few months after, but I, I'm I'm missing the gym.
2: Yeah. Um, I think that's you don't have any honorable mentions.
3: Um, my honorable mentions are like you know Bad News Bears yeah. and like that's... Above the Rim. Uh, you know, other basketball movies. He got game. But those are
2: those yeah. are cute and great and matter yeah. too. CJ. Another pop- love and basketball
4: would be is yeah. One yeah. Of loving Love and basketball
2: um, is great. Oh.
4: Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, okay, Joel, you want to give us your number one pick?
4: Yeah, so first I'll give my my honorable mentions um, Perfect. really quickly. Um, the Fighter, um, Christian Bale. Yeah, Christian Bale. Yeah. I'm not a big, like, boxing movie person, but this one is my favorite David O. Russell movie. It's my favorite Amy Adams. It's such a great movie um, and great performances. <laughs> I also love Angels in the Outfield, another one yes. sort, of, sort of connected to what, CJ was talking about earlier with those little kid movies huge for me when I was growing up and then sorry, the blind side, um, I liked it. She (laughs) deserves it. I mean, Sandy Bullock can do no wrong. And I love her so much in this movie.
2: (laughs) Joel Kim, you'll love this. The last time that I got a blowout at a dry bar was in Indianapolis when I was having my bridal shower and the blind side was playing on every single TV. (laughs) And I was like, this is the perfect movie for a red state dry bar. Yep.
4: Exactly that. Exactly that vibe. That's exactly what I think of when I think of Indianapolis dry bars. Um, <laughs> is, is that terrible wig that she wears in that movie? Um, but my number one, and this is sort of, this might be vaguely controversial. I don't know. Who knows at this point? Okay. Um, bring it on. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow, fun. And I think it. It actually because of the um, the cheer of it all. Um, yeah sort of looking back and I I watched I rewatched it after watching Cheer I think like uh, it benefits from that a lot I think especially like framing it as a sports movie I mean it's like sort of built Mm -hmm. into the narrative of the movie that like nobody takes them seriously as athletes even though they're doing all these you know crazy things but no but I love it and um, I think it's like one of the it's like such a a a great like uh, iconic performances from Kiki and from um Mm -hmm from everybody Gabriel Union Gabriel Gabriel, Union, yeah. Union
2: I mean Kirsten whole... Dunst can do everything it's she really insane can. She really, she really really can. can.
4: my one quibble with this movie is that there's like one gay character that is like sort of vaguely gets a mo- like a look from another gay character at at the finals championships whatever at the end and so many of the male cheerleaders like the whole point of them is that like huh, actually they're straight and they're pervy and it's like that's not that's not what we we came here for Right, um, yeah. yeah, we don't want that story. And if it were to be remade today, I would hope that they would do something about it. But, um, as we see, yeah. it, it should, should be remade,
2: uh, yeah, I feel yeah, in cheer because in cheer, you're like, oh my God, we are in like rural Texas, and it's a lot of like gay men of color. Mm-hmm. And I think that's like a very, very interesting I, I, like,
4: I, I would be I would be really surprised. I know that there are probably like eighteen thousand people after cheer who are running around Hollywood right now pitching Friday Night Lights, but it's Cheer. Because, um, yeah. like, honestly, it's almost redundant to do because the beats of Cheer were so... And um, we're not even talking about bringing It On anymore. We're so close <laughs> to what... Um, what what would happen in an actual movie. I mean, the Absolutely. injuries that happen when they happen, and then for them to yeah. still win, and, like, yeah. for her to be such a fucking psych... Or <laughs> for her to be such a crazy person and be yeah. the coach, it's just all, like there and like i think bring it on is basically as close as we have to that fictionalized version right now and
2: she's such a dynamic character too like they actually do not write female characters like her usually where it's like you love you hate you like she is full range everything that you can feel i
4: would i would fully take a bullet for her
2: (laughs) I think I mean I love her too, but then there's also things that I'm like Ugh, I don't love that, and I feel like no. your relationship with her is weird, and you know it, there it are all,
4: it's, it's it's like she is like every other great sports coach, a manipulator, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, like and to and get like, the best out of them, yeah, to get the best out of them, and that there there is a, there's that moment when she's like, well. Um, the pretty girl—I can't remember—the pretty girl who was abandoned by her parents—is yeah. like bad but has the look. And then Allie is really good, but she uh, doesn't have the look. And it's like, oh man, like uh, how do, to be Allie watching that back? That's tough, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, <laughs> basically for to sure. hear, have it, like, you? You're good but ugly, and she's bad but pretty. Is, is it have tough any hear? of you
3: guys watched the sequels? There's, like, five sequels. There's five sequels, and there was a
4: show. There was also... Oh, no, no, no. I'm thinking of Wildcats was the show, but it was obviously a bring it on sort of uh, equivalent. Um, I've seen um the third one randomly (laughs) but i've never watched the second one and they're all bad
3: that's what we should be doing in quarantine is watching all these terrible sequels yeah
2: oh i now that i'm like let's go back to the minors and let's bring it on too none of us mentioned rocky yeah and i feel like people will be upset so hello rocky was mentioned it's obviously great sylvester stallone boxing is i do not like it it's really tough for me to watch
3: the yeah. creeds are good, though. The,
2: the creeds are very good. Almost boxing kind of needs to be its like, own sports movie category because they're all like, I'm not going to say Cinderella Man after I knew he had to like ha- people hold his cigarettes for him. But yeah, there's just so many boxing movies and they feel kind of like their own genre. But I just wanted to say it. So it, it it is on the episode.
3: We're gonna we're missing one too, but it's totally. I fine. I know.
2: Feel uh, yeah. I feel like we. I, I love every movie that you guys said I love so much, and I feel like it would be like a great collection that you would like walk into a man cave and be like, nah, I don't think he'll ki- kill me in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like a good guy would have these. You keep
3: talking about in this quarantine. You keep talking about person with men with man men caves and murdering you.
2: Yeah, I mean that's a. Giant. I, sometimes I look at your office and I go he might kill me I'm not going to kill you you have a giant red homer you have so many sneakers you yeah, might kill me that's why I I'm not killing honestly, anyone I, it
4: sounds like from what it sounds like I think the listenership of your podcast um, <laughs> would sort of be like I believe that CJ would kill you and would probably be on his yeah. side
2: honestly I think oh yeah they'd be like she deserved it if CJ kills me we're going to get a thousand five star reviews <laughs> Um, Joel, where, yeah, Joel. Where can people find you? What's What's coming up?
4: Oh, uh, oh, let's see. Oh, well, I'm a host of the singled out. I'm a co-host with yes. T.P. Palmer. Uh, the singled out reboot that's on Quibi. Um, that's very fun and silly. And there's like six episodes out already. One comes out every day. They're very great. Um, uh, they're fun and silly. And I had a good time with her doing that. I'll be back on social media eventually at I hate Joel Kim. And um, yeah, that's, that's basically who uh, you can go on Hulu and watch Sunnyside and Trill, both shows that I'm on. Yeah. Great quarantine time. Um, so yeah, that's it.
2: Yeah. Those are both um, feel good shows for right now. I think.
4: Yeah. Trill yeah.
2: always makes me feel so really oh, happy and-, and Sunnyside too.
4: And I, I, I think it will still be up. Comedy Central put my full half hour out on YouTube. Great. Um, which well, what the heck? I know they, <laughs> they're doing. They're only doing like a few of them, and I know that you have to share my frustration in that um, the half hours are impossible to find and access. Yeah. If you didn't watch also, them at midnight when they came out on a Friday,
2: it kind of makes me sad too because it's like probably my favorite thing I've ever done <laughs> and it's like the hardest to find and I'm like yeah. oh wow I'm glad this set that I don't love is just everywhere on the everywhere. internet but yeah I'm hoping I don't know. If you want to watch my half hour, I'll Venmo you. <laughs> yeah. $1.99 to buy it or whatever. I'll <laughs> upload
3: it on your Instagram slowly. Thank you. I've been doing Megan's comedy uh, social media. Uh, all, of her, all of her videos. CJ's
2: are... so helpful and I, I, for all the listeners, I do want you to know I do love him. He, I
3: just like putting subtitles on stand-up clips.
2: Yeah, and that's... Joel, if
3: you need that, <laughs> let me know. Wow. I've got the time. You've you really opened up our gig here. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I'm at Megan Gailey on Twitter. CJ is at CJ Toledano. Joel, thank you so much for doing this. It's been really, I feel like even though we haven't been together, it's it's brightened yeah. our day.
4: Yeah, and honestly, this is the most I've talked to anybody in like a week. So <laughs> I, feels- yeah. Thank you for
2: having me. I, You know, a podcast is going to keep us all connected. Yeah. We love you, Joel. Thanks, Thank yeah. you so Listeners, much. Rate, they, and yeah, rate and review. But if, it, if you're going to give one stars, please don't. Just five stars only. <laughs> okay. Bye, Thanks, guys. Thanks, Joel. Thank you so much. The Greatest is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio,
3: visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.